Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X, and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less. They're $39.90. But the quality is excellent, and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I wanna collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. Hey everyone, welcome to Fat Mascara. I'm Jess. Welcome, I'm Jen Sullivan. I'm gonna ask my last name. I'm Jess Matlin. You know, I do that because I changed my last name. I'm still trying to remind <laughs> myself I'm not Goldstein, you know? Well, I don't know. I just felt like I had to add my last name. I don't know why. I felt like we were going formal. We are, and we have Aaron Kleinberg. Everybody's got two names everyone's, today. Yeah, we're going, for, everyone's two. Everyone's, we're doing two today. Okay, listen. Erin Kleinberg, I am so happy she is in our studio today. 
Erin Kleinberg is the founder of Cydia. She's also the she's also founded three other brands in her lifetime. This is her fourth brand, okay? Cydia, we'll, we'll talk about her other brands, which like, by the way, you probably know at least two of them. Yeah. She founded Cydia, which is this beautiful like bath and body care brand. But when she talked to Cydia, when she talked to me about Cydia, I was really taken with her whole mission statement. She was like, I want to own the bathroom. And I was like, wait, hold the phone, own the bathroom. What does that mean? And we started talking about the bathroom as this sanctuary. And I don't know about you, but the past couple of years, I find myself like really finding the bathroom as like a space. I don't know if it's because like I go in there to hide or I go in there to like spend more time on my skincare or attempt to. The bathroom is a very special place, especially if you're listening to Fat Mascara. It probably is like your space for skincare or doing, doing your makeup or your shower or whatever. What is like escaping your children, like Kristen Bell told us she does in her bathroom? Yes, yeah, escape or just. I always think about her like just escaping into the bathtub and then like her kids' little fingers under the door, just like (laughs) a little sanctuary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And listen, you might be thinking, well, mine's not a sanctuary. Mine's a damn wreck, or like I share it with like three roommates or like my whole family. That's okay. Like we realize like we can we don't all have aspirational bathrooms but like wouldn't it be nice and what could we do to try to add some elements of that or like do a little clear out or get a great oil for the shower or what can we do well, to try to we like have get Aaron there here. yeah Erin is going to like try to get us to that place so that's why i was so excited to have her on so that's why we have Erin on she's going to help us try to get closer to that place and brief little bio on Erin she started Covetor. She founded her own fashion company before that, but in 2010, she started that. And then she left in 2014, went to do freelance design, and she founded Metier, an agency for advertising and brand building. Clients, listen, her whole client list, you, they're some of our favorite brands. A lot of beauty people. Mega Babe, Augustin Spotter, Way Hair Care, Maybelline, Say. Anyway, last year, like Jess said, she founded Cydia Apparel and Lifestyle Company in honor of her grandmother, which we'll talk about. She's a mom of two, lives in Toronto with her husband, and now she's here in our virtual studio. Okay, Erin, I'm so happy you're here. Like, I woke up excited knowing that you were coming into the Fat Mascara virtual studio. You are in Canada right now, right? Yep, Toronto. Because you are Canadian. It's a fun fact for our <laughs> listeners. And you were chilling in your Cydia, like, tracksuit. I love Pretty it. Comfy. It's in, like, a jade green. Yeah. Check it out on her website. We're going to get we're gonna get to Cydia. We're going to get to the brand, the whole thing. But first, I want to go back. I'm going to go back. You have such an impressive resume. But I want to start at the very bottom, like the okay. bottom, bottom, bottom. Okay. Scraping the barrel. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not the bottom because it's actually pretty fabulous in my opinion. You were an intern for W Magazine and just a little sidebar, a little sidebar. I also worked at W. I was a beauty assistant and we like, we like barely crossed paths. Which year? You, I left in 2006 oh as a beauty God, assistant. I came in 2007. <sighs> wow. So, okay. Hey, misconnections. Just, yeah, misconnections. But I think when 2007, I would still describe that as an error, an error, error, sorry, but error, an error, this is a tough word to say, an error that in fashion, I would say, I would describe it as character building. That's one way to put it, yes. (laughs) Yes. 
It's not, it's not exclusive to W. I just mean like, because I had an amazing time there. I thought it was a very special, very special place. Totally. Um, but in fashion, in the fashion magazine world, that was definitely a character building time. Some people die in fashion magazines. Like, you know, like they, they never kind of um, thrive. Yeah. But you thrived. Thank you. You went on to co-found two major fashion brands and one of them a fashion media brand. Coverture and Metier. Can you tell us what those are? For sure, for sure. So I guess, you know what, I'm actually going to peel it back one layer before Jess because there was a company in between interning and Coverture. Oh, that's, <laughs> you started, you're a true entrepreneur. Okay, go, go back, yeah, go so, back when I left one out. Okay, we left one out. So because it all kind of, everything builds on top of each other in my yeah. career. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me, you guys. This is literally the highlight of my life. I feel like I've been jonesing to be on Fat Mascara forever and everyone I know is like, holy shit, are you ready for this? Like, are you good? And I'm like, prep. <laughs> So, Wait, did you do any prep? No. I meant like push-ups. I don't mean like like writing out answers. I did my breath work. I did my prep. I did my whole bathroom routine, which you are definitely going to hear about. But um, yes. Yeah. So, you know, after I interned, I really wanted to get a job in your lovely country of America, but I couldn't get a visa. And I interned, mm. interviewed at Chanel like five times. And they were about to pull the trigger, but couldn't get a visa. So I came Ugh. back to Toronto and I was like, what can I do? There's such a small magazine industry here. There's like two jobs I could get. Mm-hmm. And so I thought you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to make apparel. I'm just going to take all these amazing vintage scarves from my great grandmother and like cook them up into tops and sort of see if I can make a go at it. And it was just really interesting because no one at the time was doing this preneur thing. Nobody had a side hustle. It was like very weird that I was going to just do my own thing. Yeah. But you know, I was 21 years old. Um, and I actually ended up getting into Barney's New York. And then I made my way over to Neiman's and Saks and Nordstrom until the point where Bernie's was like, wait, what the fuck are you doing? You, you know, like there's an exclusive here. So anyways, yeah. long story what short. What was the name of that brand? It was Aaron Kleinberg, my name. Okay. Yeah. And so I ended up over the next three, four years selling to like 80 stores worldwide. And it was, it became just like really casual t-shirts and tops and dresses with like really fun embellishments. It had like chain and beating and like the Kardashians wore it. And I was always showing up on Gossip Girl. And like, it was just this pure fearlessness that was like, you can do anything, you know? And it it was, it was amazing. And I learned how to be a preneur at a really young age, didn't know how to sew or anything and just figured it out with partners. And, you know, and then in 2010, Steph and I, friend of mine, Steph Mark, we went to see the social network and we came out of that movie being like, oh my God, we should start a website. Like Tommy Ton is running all over the world, shooting people at fashion shows, but maybe, mm-hmm. just maybe we could go into people's homes and shoot their closets. And like, it was the weirdest idea and concept. Such a simple idea though. Yeah. So simple. But it was at a time where people were becoming so voyeuristic. They were, it was the beginning of social media and people were at home on their phones and kind of, um, it made sense at the time. And so we called up a bunch of different people and we're like, we're going to come shoot your closet, Eugene Tong. We're going to come shoot you, you know, Joanna Hillman. And they were like, mm-hmm. why are these three weird Canadian kids doing in my like underwear drawer? Like what's happening here? But nonetheless, you know, we built a global publication, really. I mean, you know, at the time of launch, we had partnerships with Vogue and Elle simultaneously, which is kind of a no-no. But yeah. the insight there was people wanted to see the behind the scenes of how people live and how they style themselves and their homes and what that juxtaposition looks like. And was monumentally genius. I mean, Drake invested in the company, really learned how to do fundraising. And 
people consume this content till, till today. So really was a fascinating experience. Very cool. And then what happened with Coverture? Because you're no longer with Coverture. Exactly. So I left Coverture in 2013, 2014. And, you know, I, <clears throat> I really realized that I loved telling stories of brands through our editorial lens. And, you know, we really created the shelfie and we're really a part of creating what the aesthetic looked like in those days. But at this time, I wanted to help brands tell their own stories and be behind the scenes. You guys know being an editor is quite taxing and it's like very like you're always on. And like I learned how to like get drunk at all these events and like not even be drunk because I was working. And it was like I just wanted to I wanted to be behind the scenes. It's called it's called a wine spritzer. It's called a wine spritzer. <laughs> Jen loves a wine spritzer. Oh. You hydrate and drink at the same time. <laughs> Really smart. I love that. And so I, yeah, I was like, I'm going to, you know, I started this company, Metia Creative with Stacey Brockman, who is a, a, an employee of Covetour. And we were just like, let's go back to all of these people we worked with, all these brands that we worked with at the Cove and see if they want to work with us in this new capacity, like essentially for them, you know, and really just branding, DNA work, go to market content. I mean, we're such content monsters, right? So called up Dior, called up Dre Brand. We're like, hey, we're going to launch this company where we help brands. It's called an ad agency. And they were like, okay, we'll try you out, you know? And our, actually one of our first calls was to Jen Atkin. She was starting Way Hair Care at the time and sent an email being like, I need a social media manager. And we were like, hmm, Jen, do you want to hire an agency? And she's like, absolutely yes. And from that point on, we just catapulted it into this illustrious career helping beauty brands. Like it's been Every beauty brand, you know, I feel like we've been there with them along the way. So yeah, Metier's, amazing. it's Metier. Where did this drive come from? I mean, you said like when you were with, when you're doing, um, you know, into the closet and then you started doing your own, you know, brand of apparel, you were kind of fearless, but was it like naivete or were you like, I'm going to get out of Canada and <laughs> make it in New York? Like what, where does that come from? Is it your parents or yeah. is it, do you have a mentor? Is it just kind of innate? Yeah, I think it kind of is innate. Um, always was very entrepreneurial as a kid, like making my beads and selling them at a lemonade sale or whatever. But I think, to be honest, and this is interesting, my parents were very focused on my brother, who's a bit younger than me, being a veterinarian. He always wanted to be to do that, and they knew his path. And with me, they'd be like, and you, I don't know what you're going to do because you're just so creative. Go and get him, go, Yeah, kiddo. go get him, kiddo. Like, we're not, <laughs> yeah. we're not 100% clear. And I kind of think that that pushed me in a weird way because they didn't push me in a, in a tremendous way. So I, I learned to push myself. And I, I knew I was creative. And I knew that I loved magazines and tear sheets and, like, that world to me. Like, I don't want to admit it, but, like, I grew up watching The Hills. You know, like, I'm that millennial. That's who I am. And uh, I loved fashion. I loved the idea that oh, you... Oh, Erin, you're a girl boss. I know. It's so, I'm not a girl. I, I really... Got, I grew up in a girl boss era, Jen. Jen, that is what I know. Happened. I know it. I know it. It's gotten a bad rep lately, but I don't think that's anything to be... Do, what are your feelings on that word, girl boss? So I... I don't, I don't love it. I think it really mm -hmm. denotes kind of a triggering time for a lot of people. I think yeah. people like me grew up in that era, like to your point about character building of interning in those days, like it was mm -hmm. a Devil Wears Prada type environment. And I, you know, you kind of felt like you had to be this like girl boss to make it happen. And I think what's happened for me personally in the last, you know, two, three years is like an unlearning of that. And really like, how can I support Totes. my team in like a new way? And yes, maybe there were times in the past where I was a shitty boss when I was 25 and didn't know and threw my power around, but now it's all about like work-life balance, the mental health of the team. How are we going to, how are we going to do this thing that we love and build and grow and learn together, 
but do it in like a sustainable way. You know, sustainability is not just about the environment. It's about humans. And so I actually am okay with the fact I grew up in that era and lived through some of that and am so inspired by what the future holds. And like, I like learning from Gen Z. I like to see what their perspective is on work and how we can make this, yeah, make this thing happen, but in a sustainable way. Quick sidebar. When I was at W, we all went to go see a premiere, like a, you know, not like, yeah, like a little like, you know, tiny premiere of yeah. um, Devil Wears Prada. And then I remember we all walked back and my friend said, too close to the bone. <laughs> <Triggering. laughs> we were just quiet. Oh, no. I know. Triggering. It's triggering. It's so funny. It's so funny. Totally. Anyway, anyway, let's talk about so your funny. new brand, yes. Cydia. Yes. Who is Cydia? So Cydia, the woman, um, is my grandmother who passed away right at the beginning of the pandemic. And she was the ultimate matriarch of our family. She was a Holocaust survivor, immigrant to this country, lived a million lives in the 79 years that she lived. And she kind of just was like the godfather, godmother figure of everything. She made it all work. She orchestrated it all. We listened to her and sort of everything that I know and learn in life. Like I got my fashion sense from her and her sense of, of intuition and gut instinct. Like that all comes from the matriarchal figures. Like her mother as well was just Mm -hmm. totally the same. And so, you know, the pandemic hit, unfortunately I had to lay off a lot of my employees at Metier because like all of our production clients canceled. And I was just like, like what is going on? Wasn't really sure what would happen, but I thought, you know, I need to channel my grief and my loss and my creativity in a new way with Cydia. And so I just felt like, you know, I've studied luxury brands for the last 12 years. I've been to all the haute couture, you know, salons. We named our company Metier after the Metier d'Art, which I'm sure you guys are familiar with from Chanel, which is all of their haute couture partners. And I just, yeah, it was like, I want to build a modern day luxury brand in the name and honor of my grandmother. And, you know, she was embarrassed of her name. And so I want to put her name in lights and create beautiful- She was embarrassed of her name. Yeah. She didn't love her name. I think in Canada, it's not a very, in Toronto, it's not a very popular name. And I think it just kind of made her, reminded her of like this really tough upbringing that she had and Mm -hmm. she didn't love it. So to me, the fact that I can like glamorize it in this way and sort of bring it, you know, bring it to this community- makes me so happy. And, you know, my passion is creating products that like make people feel like they can just be more themselves and like live easier and better and more comfortable. And that's our jam. I think that's a really beautiful tribute to, to put her name in a new context. So I'm, I was really interested in the brand and the products, which, you know, you'll tell us about um, during our chat, but it was when we were talking about it, I was so interested in the mission. You said, Jess, I want to own the bathroom. And I was like, so we'll talk, Cydia has, you know, beautiful products for the bath and body, products that belong in your bathroom. But I was like, okay, wait, own the bathroom. I was like, okay, ambitious. (laughs) What does that mean? Well, it's funny because I feel like in the Cavatour days, like we kind of owned the closet, you know, and we brought light to this place that sometimes can be like a dark, deep, dark hole of nothingness. We kind of opened it up and sh- and shared people's stories in terms of, you know, where they got all those pieces and how how they came to be in their closets. And so when I had the opportunity to build my home, the architect was like, we're going to build you this crazy ass closet. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm done with the closet. I need the bathroom to be like spectacular because I spent two seconds in the closet and I spent hours in the bathroom, whether that's yeah. on yeah. my own things or with my children or like hosing Parker down in the shower. Like you're always in that room. I feel like so much happens in there. So I got the opportunity to to create this bathroom the way I wanted it with the medicine cabinet, and we'll get to that. But 
I just feel like as a working mom of two, two businesses, two kids, that place has become like my sanctuary and my oasis. And, you know, um, it's the only time I have to myself and I'm a, a spa obsessive and, um, you know, and, and, and even I came to beauty later in my career because I was really hardcore in fashion and Jen Atkin was the one that kind of turned that around for me in a funny way. Cause then from that, it's just stemmed so much in beauty. So I'm, I'm kind of new to it. It's, it's interesting. Do you like beauty better? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do you, <laughs> now I'm like, why did I not start in beauty? Jess, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> I bet That's you where the nice me. people are. <laughs> <laughs> beauty is so democratic, right? Anyone can love it and do it. Mm-hmm. And fashion is like, you know, also back to the old days of fashion. Like, I don't know. I'm don't. I'm not a size four. I couldn't fit into any of those things. I couldn't relate to any of that. And with beauty and wellness, it's like it's for everybody. I I really I really felt that way at, at W. And I listen. Yeah. I, I loved the fashion people at W. Were really nice. You know, they're nice to me. They're really nice to me. Yeah. yeah. Um. Um. But. I really felt very comfortable and in my space and I felt like I had authority in that space because it was like, well, perfume fits everyone, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so, totally. But most people, listen, they don't, we're talking about creating a beautiful sanctuary for ourselves. Yep. I love that you got to build your own bathroom. That's yes. amazing. I aspire. Very spoiled. I know. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm not calling you spoiled. I, you earned it. You built two businesses, three businesses. Yes, yes. But, you know, when I moved into my place, like I got the bathroom I got. And I think a lot of the people yeah. who are listening probably didn't get to build their own bathroom. I want to talk about yes. creating, you know, the most beautiful sanctuary that we can in, yeah. the, in the space that we have. What is like the first thing we do? I imagine that probably if I'm going to try to do, do an errand right now, I'm probably going to have to get rid of some of like the 45 products sitting on my small countertop, right? Yeah. We're going to do a bit of a product edit. We're going to do a bit of an edit. Yeah. It's always about the edit. And, you know, I I think like the first thing that happens when I get, because you guys get tons of product too, obviously, right? A it, it's, a, it's a lovely thing, but it's also a double-edged sword because you're just like, okay, there's too much shit here. The first thing I do is assess it and I'm like, will I use this or not? And then I start gifting because it like things have <laughs> shelf lives. And if I yeah. am not going to personally use it, then I want someone in my family or my friends to enjoy it. So that's like the first thing that you, you know, do that I would Make do. Make a gift pile. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's unrealistic that you will be able to use all these products. Your skin will break out and it's, you can't use everything. Right. So. Okay. I think the next thing I do is like use a Sharpie because all the products have, I I like write a little, yeah, oh, you guys don't. Okay. So I have a Sharpie in my bathroom. We both were like, go on Sharpie. And I, I write the, on the back of the product, like when I open it because products go bad and the actives, you know, become less, less powerful over time. Mm -hmm. So like, especially, you know, depending on what product it is. And so that's kind of one of the ways that I help get rid of the clutter. Cause I'm like, okay, dude, this is a year and a half old and it has a six month time after open. Sure. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> that little icons on every product. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's from when you open it, by the way, guys, not when you buy it. Yes. 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 So. Yeah. Good tip. Yes. And, and then like, it, it, listen, if a product is like over its time, sometimes I'll just use it like on my hands or on my body. Like I try to like use everything up, but it, 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 if you want to get the right benefit, sometimes it's a done deal. So yeah, the Sharpie's a good, good one. And then yeah, staying edited, like trying to just keep out or in a cabinet or in your drawer, the products you're actually using in an active rotation 
and storing the others somewhere else. Wait, wait, wait. Out, cabinet, or drawer? How do we decide on Ooh, that? Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> That's a great question. Storage. Are we going by how frequently we use, what it looks like? It's like a half-half ratio. There's a perfect balance with that, I think. Because <laughs> I, I believe that like high design does make you feel better. And when it's on your counter, like... Totally. Just, yeah, yeah. Like it's whatever. It's part of it. So I like to keep out the things that are like pure active rotation and look beautiful. And then in the medicine cabinet, it's like things in active rotation that maybe are less beautiful. And then like higher up on the medicine cabinet, I just will keep things that like I will never go throw away. There's certain bottles I have that are just so gorgeous that like I don't want to part with. So. Oh, I want to know, like, can you give us like, I think we're going to get to this like later, but just like, I want to know right now what's something that is like, it's always out. It's so gorgeous. Oh, Bread Beauty, like their hair oil is so beautiful. Uh-huh, yes. And like- Looks like a sculpture. It's like a sculpture. Like how could you not have that out? It smells great. It's it's a killer product. So I love that. Okay. I have a bunch of Chanel beauty products because I just love like the color of the toner and like the cleanser. Like, you know, it's like a beige so champagne. Yeah, it's very pretty. I always have this out, ladies. You're braless. I have, my, it's on my kitchen counter, which is a kind of a weird place to have the braless <laughs> no, no, candle, no. but- that's totally great. You can have braless anywhere. So braless. And my toast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Braless and toast. I love it. So that's your your Cydia candle. Braless. Oh, my Cydia candle. This is really pretty that I actually stole from my wedding at the Parker Hotel. They have these in the bathrooms. So I like to keep it's an these. Hermes. It's Hermes. She's, she's showing us on the screen. If you work at the Parker Hotel, stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I stole a soap. You know, I, I love a good. I think that's like standard. I yeah, think. Yeah, I, I love a good a lot bar. Of people so... take a soap from yeah. a hotel. It's an Hermes soap in an Hermes soap dish from the exactly. Parker Hotel. Exactly. I mean, that's begging to be stolen. Taken. Yeah, like for sure. I once stole a cow shed, a cow shed soap from the Soho house. <gasps> oh, so. Jen Sullivan. The cow shed products are so freaking good, girls. It was bolted to the wall. <laughs> Like, I think I'd slide that out of there. I, it was my younger days. I'm not proud of it, but oh it was so before cool. Cowshed was like, I don't know, it was British, so it wasn't everywhere in New yeah. York. And I was like, what's yeah. this? Yeah. Good product. So good. So funny. Wait, you just made me think of something, or I made me think of something decanting. <laughs> it's been very hot on TikTok with like the home edit and all this, and, and the people's pantries like pouring the thing into another jar. Do you decant anything, even if it's like a cotton ball mm. or whatever it is? This is news to me. I, I actually haven't, I haven't seen this trend. Oh my God, Jen, I need to get on the talk. No, have you tried uh, it? It's more for like pantry. Like they can't stay in the sight mm. of like the Cheez-It box. So we need oh, to put okay. all the Cheez-Its yes. in a lovely clear <laughs> container. So, you know what I mean? So, so the thing about me is like, yes, I want to own the bathroom. It's my place of sanctuary, but it ain't perfect. You know, like I don't have like perfect organized all of my blushes and all like, that's not realistic, right? So like yeah. I, I do unpack and I do have, you know, some trips to the container store, but I think it's more about like taking the time each quarter to like do a thorough clean out and you're not going to keep it perfect every day. That's not real, you know? So yeah, for me, it's, and I actually enjoy the cleaning out process because it's a bit relaxing and- I know. Oh, Jess, I like to do a clean you do it up too. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Listen, to it's the very rare, but I like to kind of like. It's like t- visiting with old friends. You're like, oh, hello, friend. Yeah. <laughs> Where have you been? Or like, that girl. We don't need her. Let's put her in the <laughs> giveaway box. And that's how I oh, truly I feel about all these products. I know how much work these founders put into making these things. And so, even if mm-hmm. I'm living in a bit of a chaos, like I'm just so happy that all these things are around me because I know. Yeah, I just know what a labor of love it is to make these things. Yeah. Once we've done our edit, can we talk about design decor? I mean, every brand you've ever created has a theme of being impeccably designed. 
like, are there decor choices that even if we haven't designed our own bathroom, like that really you think make the difference, like the little touches? What are they? Totally. Okay. So funny enough, my number one thing in a bathroom are the sconces. I don't know if you guys (gasps) pay attention to sconces, but they can create such a mood. And in like, you know, if you want more of like a modern vibe, you can have brighter lighting, more bluish. And I think for me, I always want more romantic, warm, like gorgeous, yellowy lighting. Uh-huh. And so I think my sconces like make my bathroom. And and yeah, it's annoying to have to like get the, you know, the proper electrical to do that. But I think if you can add a sconce to your bathroom, like it is game changing. Okay. Jenna Lyons told us that she has them on the sides of the mirror in front of her instead of above. Oh, Jenna Lyons' bathroom is so good. I love (laughs) that woman. My sconces are between the medicine cabinet. So like right on the wall. So they're like face facing you, not like overhead light. Facing because I have overhead light and I feel like I look in that mirror. Like when I look at the mirror, uh, the medicine cabinet is right here, and then the sconces are like right next to the mirror. Okay. Like like instead of above your head. They're not above. Oh no, they're not above. Yeah, because you can get ones that are above right. the mirror or beside. I need to. Do I don't that. know. I like the ones that are beside. Like it's it just elevates the whole room and the design of it, and it's it's a vibe. Well, and you look better when you look in the mirror. Like who wants <laughs> overhead lighting? Yeah. I, I'm serious. No, it's true. Like, and it helps you to put on your makeup because you actually have light. You know. So now, do you put on your makeup in the bathroom? I do. I do. Okay. Because I know some people do that elsewhere. I know. I have to stand and I have to be in the bathroom. I don't know. I would never be able to do it sitting. It's like a weird juju. You have to know your- You've never sat in the sink like when we were teenagers? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I'm trying to think back in my mom's bathroom. That's what we used to do to get closer to the mirror. I know. Anyway. Okay. Mm -hmm. So our sconces. Sconces. What else? Design decor. Little touches. Sconces. Towels. Soaps. Smells. Tell us. Towels are very important to me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Always trying to make this whole space feel like a spa. So like anything you can do to do that. So I think like- well, towels for sure. There's a brand I love called Baina. Do you guys know this brand? No, unfamiliar. Oh, you're going to freak out. How do you spell it? Uh, B-A-I-N-A. Mm-hmm. And they just make gorgeous towels. And I don't know, sometimes mm-hmm. I'll roll them up if I really want to make myself feel great. And sometimes they're thrown on the floor. But like, I think having nice towels, nice plush towels, or more like thinner kind of Turkish towels are really nice. I like to have like large ones so that I feel like I'm actually ensconced in them. Like a bath of- sheet. A bath sheet. Sorry, yeah, that's what I meant. Exactly. What color are your towels? I'm curious. I have, they're like a a grayish with blue stripes in certain areas, and they all have like different variations of stripes. But the Baina ones are, they've got like really beautiful sage and ivory checkerboard. Obviously, like that checker vans thing is so trendy right now. So I don't know, it's a nice pop, especially for a powder room too. And then I love my Cydia towel wrap because it's black. So whatever makeup or schmutz is in the bathroom doesn't really get on it. And <laughs> it's Velcro and it's just like, you know, you need when you're doing your routine, it's perfect to wear. Nice. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, 
They have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset, so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area, so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good, whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence. Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X, and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less. They're $39.90. But the quality is excellent, and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's Joanna good. Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lattes in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just <laughs> going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. We, you mentioned your medicine cabinet and how yes. like the less attractive, less used products are higher up. You made me think some people have one bathroom and even the guests are using that bathroom. Yep. What's your medicine cabinet strategy for your powder room or for when guests are coming over? For sure. Do you, put thing, do you I, hide things? Uh, yes. I, I don't know. Maybe this is like the When old... people like me come over. <laughs> yeah. When Jen, Selv- when Jen Selvin comes over for a sleepover, I'm hiding my shit. That's for sure. Like, sorry, I... Wish I could say that, like, I'm fine with it all out, but bathroom stuff is so personal and it's so private and I would be doing a good solid clean out if someone was coming. Just because it's like, it's your... Now, do you, when you go to somebody else's house, do you ever open the medicine cabinet? That's a fucking good question. (laughs) You've already told us you've stolen from the Parker Hotel, so like, just let it all out. Have you guys not seen Father of the Bride? I was just thinking about that. I was just thinking about that. True millennials, guys, true millennials. Father of the Bride, for those who haven't seen the first one, which in my mind is the only good one. Sorry, the sequel has its moments, but the first one is, the first one was so good that the second one, in my mind, not off to snuff. Okay, first one, he op- George Banks op- <laughs> opens up the medicine cabinet. He's snooping in the daughter's new in-laws. Uh, correct me, Aaron, like yeah. fact check me because I, I don't know it perfectly. Yeah. He opens up the... The, he's doing a snoop because he's like suspicious. He's like, these people think they're so good. They're like rich, right? So he opens up their their medicine cabinet and like the whole thing like crashes down. Yeah. And then he doesn't he fall, and, fall out of the window and fall into the he pool? He falls out the window because yeah, because he's looking at the, he's looking and he finds a bank statement, like a bank book. And it is like the most amazing, it's like so relatable. Yeah, and then the dogs like chase him then he falls out the window. It's so good. So you're saying you snoop. Don't be a snoop. You're saying you snoop the cabinets. Jess Matlin, that's what you're saying. I don't because if I saw that scene when I was like seven years old (laughs) and I was like, don't be, because I could see that shit happening to me. Excuse me. Totally. I feel like I would think about it, but then I'd be nervous because I'm so like honest and Canadian and I wouldn't do it. I don't, I don't do it because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is like, I'm glad we found a point of differentiation between us. Are you a snooper? Jay? Yes, I assume everybody knows that everyone's. I'm not like looking to catch them with anything. Usually, I want to see what products they have. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I feel, I'm not oh, about I, to read their medicines or anything like that's that. That's what I thought I you were doing. Like, you're trying to see what pills they were on. Oh no, no, no! I mean, no. <laughs> just no. how medicated. I just want to see the products. I mean, if it's <laughs> so turned funny. towards me, I might peek at the label. <laughs> but no. All right. So Erin assumes people are honest like her yes. Yes. and aren't going to go through the the vanity. I just don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> Me, exactly. (laughs) But are there like touches in your powder room for guests? We've talked about your bathroom that like, you know, it needs a good smell Mm -hmm, or anything mm -hmm. that you like to do for a guest. Yeah. Well, I actually have to mention, actually, I'll mention this later. What? Okay. So I love, as I said, I love these bar soaps. So there's a company called Soaps, S-S-S-O-A-P-S. 
And the Ooh. founder literally like cooks these soaps like a loaf of bread and then he cuts them and they're all marbled on the inside and they're all using natural ingredients and they smell fantastic. So I like to have a good powder room situation set up for people with the little towels and the soaps and I think it's nice. You know, it's like a little luxury yeah. that you can, you know, have in the middle of the day. What else would I put? I mean, obviously we'd put our city at candles. We actually did this amazing collaboration with Japanese floral artist Megumi Shinozaki. And she made these dried floral arrangements in the, in, like, inspired by Brawless and Wired. So you can put them in your candle vessel after. And they just sit inside the candle vessel and they're so beautiful. So I like So that. tell us what's, yeah, tell, tell us Brawless and Wired. Yeah, talk okay, about those sorry. candles. <laughs> okay. You know what? It's, it's all like I've become so obsessed with fragrance after this pandemic because I think it's just a way for people to, it, it's like, you know, obviously tr- a trend right now, but. I don't know. It's a way to transport you back and take you into the future and kind of be nostalgic. And I'm just really in love with it and learning. So Brawless and Wired are our first two candles from Cydia. And Brawless really stemmed out of the idea that like, what's the best feeling in the whole day? It's taking off your fucking bra. Like everyone will relate to that, you know? Like there's nobody I've spoken to that's like, oh no, I love my bra being perked up. It's like, hell no, take that thing off, you know? So I just love that idea. And and I always think about the dichotomy that we live in between being braless and that unwind state of relaxation and ease and comfort and then wired, which is like, perk me up, get me up. These kids wake me up at 6.30 in the morning. Like, you know. Oh, I thought it was underwire, like the bra candle and the braless candle. Thank you for clarifying. Yes, no, it's just two moods. And so braless is smoky and woodsy and like lovely. Mm. And then wired is like matcha tea leaves, like perk me up type of scent. So I've got to smell wired. I haven't smelled oh, you wired don't have yet. It. I need oh, I don't okay. have wired. Okay. I, I love braless. I've got braless going on right now, but wired, I I wired, I need that optimistic kind of yeah. zhuzh me up. It's like if you don't have time for coffee, wired will do the same thing in a weird way. It has just like those notes <laughs> in it. And so yeah, obviously I like to have those in my powder room. Super proud of of building that out. I love braless though. Really cool. Thank you. Uh, okay. So Give us some bath. You just mentioned, okay, if you don't have time for coffee, get that wired going. I think we still need a little caffeine. That's my I know, theory. I know. But I like the, I, I like the idea of a, of a combo, a combo. I have to admit what, I have to admit something, ladies. I don't Hit drink me. coffee. <laughs> I don't drink coffee. I drink Diet Coke. But. Okay. I have Diet Coke occasionally, but I always spook people with that coffee fact. <laughs> you know, people think I'm a wackadoo because I don't drink coffee. Jen loves a coffee. Oh, really? Maybe that's yeah. why I'm a Do you a like any deal. other energizing beverage? I'm a water gal. I'm just like addicted to water. Like oh, I get so thirsty. Good for you. Know. She's honest. <laughs> she doesn't look at her vanity cabinet. Ugh. She drinks water. <laughs> oh, all right. We got to find something something a little a little naughty <laughs> yeah. about Erin by the time we're done. I, but come on. I, she's I in I a job be, interview. Guys, I used to be a girl you'll boss. You'll be like, I'm too organized. That was she's enough. a recovering girl boss. I'm a recovering, recovering fucking girl boss. So you know that's real shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, something. Yeah. That's kind of dark. Okay. So give us some bathroom rituals for people who don't have a lot of time. Okay. I know that you're really good at like a two minute face. Yes. So it's like this. Simplify your, your routine. You don't need 10,000 steps just because Instagram is telling you and TikTok is telling you that. Like, just figure it out. Do you need like some light exfoliation, maybe a serum and like a mist and go on your way? You know, you need to decide like what, how can you simplify? I think also what's really funny to me is like I have such a limited amount of time that I actually think about like the functionality of the packaging. Like I mm. literally am like, okay, if I go in the shower, I don't have time to like unscrew this beautiful body wash. Like I need a pump so I can get in, 
get up and get out. Yeah. And unless I'm doing my like nighttime routine, I have a little more time, but like in the morning, it's just about accessibility to me. And then I, I think my big tip is like, you have to decide if you want to go hair or makeup. You can't have both. Like, you know, like I just, I either have like good hair and like nothing really happening, just skincare on my face, or like I'll spend the time on my face. And because my face looks good, you guys don't care what my hair looks like, you know? So your face looks good. Excellent. Thanks, your, face, your, your makeup looks beautiful. <laughs> okay. You. You know Does I mean? fashion play into that? strategy, like good outfit. I don't even need the hair or the makeup. So as I've gotten older, I think personally, I've become like a Mark Zuckerberg uniform type person. I'm just like, I'm just going to wear the same thing. I'm going to wear good jewelry. I'm going to have good makeup. And like, that's it. And we're sneakers. Like I kind of, I'm all about comfort. That's my like main priority. And maybe that's boring. I don't know. You guys tell me, but like, yeah. That's my, that's you're on trend. Yeah. Like I, guys, I've like, I'm done with this fashion. Like I've fully moved towards beauty. Like I'm a convert. It's all about like, just I'll change up my makeup look or whatever, but I don't know with fashion, like we've also been living in a pandemic. I don't know. I've gained like 15 pounds and all my clothes fit. So it's like about the democratic <laughs> piece of beauty, you know? But don't you think, I mean, you were so in the fashion world for so long. Like, I'm curious to your perspective. Like, don't you think you can be comfortable and fashionable. Like I feel like For fashion sure. is no longer like you need, you know, Manolo's and clothes that an Hervé Leger dress. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, I was trying to think sure. of the most uncomfortable thing I could. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like there are clothes that are comfortable and cool. I agree. I totally agree. But the thing I think about fashion now is like, you know, when we were coming up as interns and whatnot, there was like seasons and calendars. Now it's like anything goes. Like literally they're like a trend is so fast. And so it's not about that, like, oh, I'm jonesing to wait for this Altazara sweater that I saw six months ago. Like it's not about that. It's about just like whatever mm-hmm. happens, if Haley Bieber walks out in something, boom, that's the trend. And then the next day it's over. So I don't know. Totally. It, it's it's so different now. It's it's so fast, you know? Do you think that's harder for the fashion community, or do you think it's like they've adapted and it's all good? <sighs> Yes and no. You know, I think, I think some of the designers like kind of got stuck in the past because they're like, this was my, my business model. This was my approach. And this is all that I know. And others pivoted and realized that like DTC was the next thing. And kind of like, this is how the drop model is going to work and we're going to go with it. And we're not going to have full, I mean, for us making apparel, it's like awesome that we don't have to have a collection. Like with Aaron Kleinberg, I had to have like a 60 piece collection and show it three times a year. Like it was exhausting. So I think in many ways it is good. It feels modernized, but I don't know. I kind of miss the old days of like when that runway show was everything, but I'm old school now. Yeah. So that's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, So tell us about some of Cydia's bathroom rituals that you remember. Totally. So she, much like me, like really utilized the space in her bathroom for more so than even just beauty. I remember she was so immaculate at organizing, like all of her hosiery would be like next to her in her vanity. She had this like really a lot of storage in her vanity. So it was like the hosiery and her underwear and her bras, like that was her place of everything, you know, matriarchy, Mm -hmm. I guess. And so Mm -hmm. she was big on organizing. She loved her perfume. Like she wouldn't buy it for herself, but like her grandkids and kids would buy her like always Chloe, I remember. And she always had it on the vanity. And it just meant so much to her that we bought. She didn't really care what it smelled like, but she just loved that we bought it for her. She, the most important thing about Sidious rituals is she was so freaking moisturized all the time. She was high. I told you this, Jess, she was always so hydrated. And we would sit at the kitchen table, just kind of like shoot this shit, have tea. And she had her little handwritten notes and her phone. She was such a big phone gal. And she would just be moisturizing her hands to hell. And like, even till her last day, her skin was so like, not not flawless, but it was, it was so moist. I don't know. 
Oh, that was her thing. That's really My grandma had cold cream. That was like my introduction to cold cream, which is such a cool, I love the concept of cold cream. It just sounds fabulous, right? It sounds so fabulous. And like, speaking of cold cream, I mean, one of my addictions is my Amazon ice roller. Do you guys use one of those? I don't. We had a guest on and her thing was all about ice. And I swore after I talked to her, I was going to, yep, Lauren Bostick. And I was like, yep, I'm going to get into it. And I, the device just feels like one step extra for me. Yeah, too cold. Maybe there's something about my basal body temperature or something. But like, so, I mean, for me, I feel like I get so much like TMJ at night, you know, like I grind my teeth, super stressed. And the ice roller like relieves that. Like, I mean, listen. It It like forces your muscles to relax. Even after a day of Zoom, like how much do we smile? Like, isn't your face exhausted at the end of the day? So mine is. I don't know. You don't find it. Look at my shoulders right now. They're like up near my headphones. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. You do. You tend to tense up in front of the Yeah. Jen and I have Raynaud's though. Like, I just feel like I can't have one more cold. My fingers are cold right now. My toes are cold. Oh. She's Canadian. She can handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I know. I don't even want to tell you guys that I like take cold showers and that I take hot showers. Good night. Okay. Let's move on. Okay. And then I, I want to know, you know, with Medier, you've worked with so many incredible brands. You've just like, you know, told us about a few of them. Which project or what, like, tell us a brand that felt really personal to you. I'm not going to make you pick a favorite because I know yeah, that's going to cause some, some that's going to make some waves. It's really tough. Which one felt like, like a real heart project? Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I guess one of the projects that like, really is sticking with me, especially right now, is one that we did with Way Hair Care because they were launching their supplements. And we had this idea with Jen to create this like awesome pill box with Off-White and Virgil. And so luckily for us, we got to have that opportunity to be like one of those people that he texted with, you know, all those stories of him Mm. like texting like crazy. And Mm -hmm. he was on a flight to Paris and we're like, Virgil, we got to make this pill box. And like, we ended up doing it. We made this beautiful mailer that went out together, but just like being able to, you know, have that moment with him and Mm. uh, partner together to make something. And those little pill boxes are like on eBay now for $200, but they cost like 50 cents to make. So that was a really special project to me. But I I think in general, just being able to work with these revolutionary founders who have these ideas and have the fearlessness to bring these products to market that are so different. Like Katie Starina with Megababe. Like I just, she's brilliant, you know? She came to us for the branding. One of our favorite guests ever. Uh, Yeah. Besides Aaron Kleinberg. Oh my God, please. (laughs) Stop. Um, No, but Katie, it's like her products are so genius and they're just breaking the mold. And I think Deepika from Live Tinted, I don't know if you guys have interviewed her, but you know, her products and trying to really create products for POC and and really like her Hue Guard doesn't leave a white cast. I don't know if you guys have tried it, but it's so incredible. And breaking the mold, you know, who else? I guess, you know, Augustinus Botter. I mean, like Professor Botter, like this man is revolutionary. So just being able to be in the room with these founders and hearing their vision and how they're going to execute it and activate it is, is hugely inspirational for me. And I mean, the fun ones are also like when we get to work with like Cindy Crawford for her beauty brand or like we just shot Brooke mm-hmm. Shields for Jordache. So, you know, having an old school 80s supermodel, 90s supermodel moment is fun too. But for me, I think it's really the founders. So inspiring. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So Erin, before we let you go, we need to know what are products that you always have on display? You gave us a few before, but then also the ones that you don't like to keep out. Un- under the gun here. Okay. You hit us with the Chanel Hermes. Yes, yes, yes. So there's a new brand, Wakina Botanica. Bread, Bread yes. Pardon, what's the name of it? It's called Wakina Botanica. 
And Mm, it is so good. She only, she has two products. She's just launching a new product, but it's an oil and a mist. And like, I am just in love. I've been devouring those products. They're super- Can you say the name of it again? Just, sorry, something Botanica. Joaquina Botanica. Joaquina Botanica. Okay. Yeah. I'll send you the link after. Okay. What other products, you guys? And just a reminder to everyone, we're putting all of Erin's products on our blog and our shop my shelf. Okay. Holy Grail, Kristen S. She has a spray detangler, a dry spray detangler that I actually use on my daughter's hair as well. Love. Price is right. Gorgeous look. And it's just like, it's it's been one of my favorite products this year. I highly recommend. I have a huge crush on Pharrell. Anytime I'm at like an event, I chase him and everyone around me is like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? <clears throat> and so Human Race has been a new a new uh, addition to the family. And I really love it because it's like a great exfoliant that's not too rough. And you don't have to leave it on for three minutes or anything. It's just like, like a cleanser. You just kind of put it on and it works. And I love that he has Braille on the packaging. I think it's brilliant. What, okay, Sangre de Fruta. Love that brand. Oh my God. Dead. Love that brand. So yeah. good. So luxe. So beautiful. It's made in Canada. Uh, I believe in BC. Woman-led. Like, yes. couldn't love them anymore. Oh my gosh. I mentioned soaps. What else? Everest is also a Canadian startup. They make waterless shampoo and conditioner. Really, really brilliant. You can get like tons of, of washes out of this product. Wait, do they do a shampoo bar? No. It's in a tube. It's in like a metal tube that can fully be recycled, but you can get so many washes out of it. You have to try it. It's so good. I love that mm-hmm. because the fat mascara family has been looking and looking for shampoo bars oh, okay. that are not drying. Mm. But this is waterless, so we're getting there. It's really good. That's good. Yeah, highly, highly And fully recommend. sustainable packaging. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. What else? Palm. Do you guys know Palm? It's like my favorite sanitizer and they have the cutest little pump that looks like a Sonos. P-A-U-M-E. Cute. What else? I mean, I'm trying to think of anything that I don't keep yeah, out, but I... Everything ones, people are yeah. so good at packaging these days. So like nothing is really too hideous. And like at a pre- like Kristen S. Like you, it doesn't have to be super expensive. It could still look good. No, it's. I'm gorgeous. looking for a new detangler. So you know, I'm of my hair. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, detangler is like my new product that I'm obsessed with. You know, so thank you for the recommendation. You know, it's really good too. The Crown Affair conditioner, super awesome. It's really really good at getting tangles out. I'm so proud awesome. of Diana. Like she has crushed the earth. I use her towel incessantly. And yeah, what else do I got? I guess one thing I didn't mention that's not a brand, but I, I put eucalyptus in my shower or I have like a eucalyptus spray in my shower. Like I'm really into having scent in the shower. That's an, okay. That's an amazing. That's a, I can't believe you almost left that out because that's a major <laughs> spa-like tip. Okay. You and put then, the oil, the, the straight oil? So actually funny story. I, I don't know if you've been to the Four Seasons Spa ever, but they have a um, a eucalyptus spray that they like have for use in the shower. So one time I was like, I just fucking love this spray. Like what's up? And they're like, here's a little sample. So I'm like, just using the sample in the shower. Wait, they sell it or they personally use it? I think they, no, no, you can use it in the shower when you're there at the spa. And then they gave me a sample of it. That's been lasting me. It's like this big, whatever, but I think you can buy it. I think you can buy it. Okay. Yeah. And awesome. there's also other ways of disseminating scent in the shower that Cydia is exploring, but you'll have to stay tuned. Ooh. You'll have to okay. stay tuned. Disseminating scent in the shower. I even like the way you said yes, it. Yes, yes. Um, and then I'm just trying to think. The only the other thing I like love so much is catch-alls. Like I have catch-alls everywhere that just hold like jewelry or Palo Santo or like anything that you have around. I have them on my night table. I have them in my bathroom, like wherever I have space for one. I just love a good little tray. 
like, you know, the trinkets, the heirlooms. I just love that mm-hmm. concept. Good for organization and mm-hmm. yeah, and design. Yeah. Okay. Let's do the Fat Mascara 5 before we let you go. Okay. We've, you've given us a really serious <laughs> shopping list, by the way. <laughs> okay. This was I feel like, guilty. This was I feel guilty. No, no, don't feel guilty. It was really handy. I want to get- guilty about the electrician bill when I move my sconces. <laughs> I need to be on FaceTime to help you discuss like the, the placement of the sconces. The Jen, exact placement. Please. Okay, ready? Quick and dirty. Okay. What is the best career advice you ever got? First thing that comes to mind. Trust your intuition and your gut. Straight up. <laughs> Worst career advice you ever got. Don't listen to your intuition. Listen to me. <laughs> okay, no, I'll give you another uh, worst career advice. It wasn't the worst advice I ever got, but they gave me advice on something. And instead of kind of like crowdsourcing and, and listening to myself and making the decision for myself, I just like listened to him like straight up and, and blind. And that was, that was a mistake. You got to like crowdsource and decide. Like what? You don't have to get like too specific, but what happened? A certain retailer wanted to carry the brand in the early days, Cydia. And I really wanted to do it, even though the numbers kind of didn't make exact perfect sense. And he was just like, I don't think you should do it. I think you should like wait. And I, now I just punch myself every day. I'm like, why didn't you do it? You didn't trust your gut. Didn't trust my gut. Exactly. Okay. Favorite drugstore. These are easier now. Oh, yeah. Favorite drugstore beauty product. L'Oreal Voluminous Mascara. Favorite snack. Chocolate. Like more, more specific. specific. Yeah. <laughs> like Smarties or chocolate almonds or something of that, of that oh. nature. That's my caffeine, okay. I guess. And then what is your comfort food movie? Comfort food movie. What does that mean? Like, oh, like, like it's like, 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 oh, he's like, mm, this is on. Love this. Mm. I'm going to stay and watch it. Oh, I love the holiday. <laughs> That's a goodie. That's a great comfort food That's movie. Good. So good. Yeah. Right? And then when I need like fashion comfort food movie and to remind me of my roots, I watch The Devil Wears Prada. That'll take you back. It'll take me back. Yep. 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 Thank you so much. This was awesome. Oh my gosh. This thank you. Thank you. This is such this is an This really honor. fun. Congratulations on Cydia. Thank you so much. We're just starting, Jess, but I'm really pumped for what's to come. Me too. We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at Fat Mascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. 
For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.